We are not wired to think this way. And yet every good decision, every good thing that's happened in my life is because of a certain mindset, because of leaning into this specific kind of mindset. And yet it's so hard to do on a daily basis. Let's talk about it. Leadership is the ability to facilitate movement in others toward a destination you can describe. I'm Russ Hill. I help build leaders. And this is the Culture Hacks Podcast. This episode of the Culture Hacks Podcast is sponsored by Lead in 30. Leading others is hard. Learn how to create clarity, alignment, and movement at leadin30.com. This is the podcast for those who are interested in doing three things. They're interested in growing. They're interested in leading. They're interested in creating. If that describes you, then you're in the right place. Welcome into the Culture Hacks Podcast. I'm Russ Hill. I make my living coaching and consulting senior executive teams at some of the world's largest companies. You can find out more about our firm at LoneRockConsulting.com. You can find out more about the future of leadership development, which we're about to celebrate the one-year anniversary of. You can find out more about it at leadin30.com. Okay, so we're at the time I'm recording this, we're coming up on the end of the year, the end of 2022, and I've got a bunch of things I want to talk about in the next several weeks. So if you uh, if you haven't been listening to the podcast lately or you just discovered it, I invite you to make sure that you're, uh, you're checking out these episodes as hopefully you have a little bit of time to uh, be around the house or take a trip or be uh, be headed to the slopes or whatever you might be doing over this uh, this holiday break. I hope you have a chance to to listen in. My job is my purpose is to get you to to reset, recharge, and to hit the ground running in the next year. Not only for you individually, but also for whatever team or organization you lead or um, want to lead in the future. So, I um. I, 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 I've, <laughs> I've written down this whole list of podcast episodes that I want to do um, over the next few weeks. And I got to tell you, um, life has been insanely busy this last. Well, it's <laughs> it's always been insanely busy, right? Yours, too. But um, but especially these last several weeks, we've we've been growing the business, the company that we started um, almost two years ago, like mad. And and bringing people on board and and building out strategies and just a, I, I, I need to talk about it in one of these episodes, but I won't do it in this one. Just a ton of things going on at the company. We really feel like we're at this um, this tipping point and things have been awesome, but they're just growing like crazy which is so, so cool. And, uh, and I'm excited to share that with you. In this episode, what I want to dig into is something that it, it's a mindset that I find myself talking a lot about um, to people that are younger that I uh, volunteer with, to, to anyone that uh, I, I might be mentoring or that we're, we're bringing on board at our organization or um, really anybody. Anybody that's interested in in developing themselves or growing their careers or whatever it might be, I find myself going to talking about this particular mindset 
that I'm going to get to in just a moment. And yet it's so hard to do. And so I guess if I had to title this episode, it would be the secret is the long-term view. Like that's the secret. That's the unlock. The, and, and, and yet we're just not wired to do it. We want instant gratification. We want instant results. We want, we want things to happen like right now. And, and yet that's not how it works. Right. And so I was thinking about this. I was taking some notes on this topic, like, okay, so if the secret is having the long-term view, where have I seen that mindset, that approach, that, you know, frame of reference, where have I seen that be useful or impactful in my own life? And so I wrote down in no particular order, well, that's been the secret for fitness and health, right? Having the long-term view because I go to the gym. Those of you who listen regularly know I, I like to exercise and, and uh, hopefully you do too. And hopefully you're leaning into it. And if you haven't done it, hopefully 2023 is going to be the year for you. And you're not just going to say that or write it down or think of it. You're actually going to lean into it because you want to feel better uh, about yourself. You want to look better. You want to live longer. You want to have more functionality. You want to be around for like th- there are so many reasons, right? to get into whether that means running or lifting weights or riding bikes or mountain biking or hiking or whatever it looks like for you swimming or whatever it might be it, when when you when you think about it any of those things you're not going to get results instantly like it's going to drive you insane you're going to jump in the pool if you're into swimming and the person in the lane next to you is going to swim like five times faster than you and it's going to frustrate you because you don't have the form and the technique and the endurance and all of that built up. And so that's going to drive you insane. Or you're going to go running and the, and, and the friends you go running with or other people that are into it, they're going to run faster. And they're not going to be breathing as heavy as you are, right? And, and they're, going to, they're, going to be, they're just going to be better at it. Or you're going to go to the gym and you're going to be into lifting weights or gaining uh, muscle or mass or whatever. And you're going to be working out on a bench next to somebody who is like so much more in shape than you, or that can lift five times. as many. You're going to be lifting the 10 pound dumbbell and they're going to be lifting the hundred pound dumbbell. And you're going to be like, I can't even fathom being able to lift that. And so that that's challenging when we are surrounded by, you know, there are two ways to view that, right? That one way to view that is, oh my gosh, I suck. <laughs> like, I'm a loser. Look at all of these people. They can swim faster. They can run more efficiently. They can lift more weight. They can um, bike faster. Wh- whatever it is, that's one way to view it. And it can be discouraging. And that is totally natural. And it's hard for us to fight that, that tendency to view it that way. And, and, and to want those results now. And then there's another way to view that is, well, that's motivating, right? That, that, that inspires us and that drives us to keep at it. But the reality is you are not going to become a better swimmer, runner, biker, more fit, whatever, healthy, whatever it is. You are not going to do that overnight. You've got to have the long-term view. Otherwise, you're going to lose motivation. The same is true in investments. Like you've got, I attribute so much of the peace the security, the joy that I experience, the, the lifestyle that we have 
um, as a family and, and, and me individually, I mean, just the, what we've created, I, 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 uh, attribute that to a long-term view with finances. Like I was talking to somebody today. It's the secret is, and it's, <laughs> it's not, it's not hidden. It's not really a secret. It's out there everywhere. You just 95% of the population doesn't follow it. And that is you spend way less than you make period. And so I'm, I'm, I'm constantly trying to increase my revenue producing power, the amount of income, the amount of money that's flowing into the business to myself, to our family, right? Trying to jack that up constantly. And I'm trying to maintain lower or manage at least depending on the day, which verb applies, um, the, 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 the expenses, and, and so that, that you got to take the long-term view. I can't have that now, but I, maybe I can have that later. So the secret is a long-term view in fitness or health. It's, it's, it, 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 it's worked for me in finances. It's worked for me in my career. I'll get to some examples in a minute. The long-term view is critical to growing your career. It's critical for managing stress. It's critical for making wise decisions, having the long-term view. You want to make the best decision possible? Think about the long-term impact, right? Having the long-term view is is most effective for minimizing disappointment. All of these things. We can make a list of so many different bullet points of where having the long-term view is helpful. And I I, uh, I happen to be religious, right? And, um, and what, whether you are or not or whatever religion that might be doesn't really matter, but it's interesting to note that in most religions, and certainly in Christianity, which I'm a part of, that the figures that we um, elevate or that we we revere as being spiritual leaders, they're constantly throughout history um, preaching the long term view. In fact, it's even I mean, so they're they're having you look at not they're having you look at the, the eternal picture, the grand scheme of things, the purpose of life, not the purpose of today but the the grand view and um certainly in the religion that i'm a part of we 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 have um certain things that we do that are designed to the whole experience is designed to get us looking at a broader more eternal long-term view and to to because it helps you make decisions puts everything brings so much joy and peace into your life the same is true in history right you think about different historical figures that we celebrate they had the long-term view so I can think of all kinds of decisions that I've made in my life that I um, attribute, that I look at and go, man, that was a good decision. That was something that really positively impacted my life, and it was driven by the long-term view. My decision not to go into television news, when I had, like, I dreamt of that. I've talked about this in other episodes. I've done entire episodes about this. But um, where I, you know, I, I grew up and I thought, man, I'm going to be in television news. That's going to be my my, that's the path I'm going into. And then I had certain things that happened in my life and people that crossed my path that talked to me about that and changed my perspective. And I went, no, I actually, I can't do that. I need to get out. Of, I'm going to stay in the media business. You know, this is me in my twenties, my early twenties. I'm going to stay in the media business. I'm going to grow my career in this industry, but it's not going to be television news. Why? Because of the long-term view I had like, oh, that's not the best path. Like that's what I'm interested in today. But if 
but if I think about where I want to be long term, that isn't I, I got to change that. One of my favorite things to do is to ask somebody who's 18 to describe the 28 year old version of themselves to me. So you're talking to an 18 year old young man or young woman, and you're like, so describe for me like I want you to envision yourself 10 years from now, 28, you're 28 years old. Describe what you're doing, who you're with, what, like describe that for me. And without fail, or it's a 22 year old and you're asking them to describe the 32 year old version of themselves or their 25 and the 35, you, you, someone who's early, you know, in that, in that first couple, two or three decades of their lives and have them describe themselves 10 years down the road. And it's so interesting, almost without fail. When I ask that question to somebody, you can just watch their eyes. Like they, they just kind of drift up into the air and away from you. And you can tell they have to really think about it. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's a wild question. Let me think about that. And a lot of times they'll smile like, uh, like they're not sure, you know what I mean? Like you ask them this question they haven't considered. Describe, not what are you doing or where do you want to be? I mean, those are effective questions too, but describe it. Like describe what it, what I would see. And it's just an interesting conversation, the long-term view. That's what that, that question is designed to have them think about, right? And then, and then that helps them make decisions based on the 10 year goals that they have or ideas or dreams they have rather than the dreams of what they want today or this hour or this week, my decision to leave the media industry, which I never imagined myself doing was driven by having the long-term view. What do I want to be doing 20 years from now? Oh, I need to leave this industry because it's shrinking. It's changing in ways that I'm not comfortable with. And now I look at it. I look at the media business in general. I go, holy crap. Am I glad I left that when I did? I feel, I felt like I was there for the golden age and I left before. Well, that's a whole nother, <laughs> that's a whole nother episode. My decision to start my own company, to become an entrepreneur was driven by the long-term view. Certainly not driven by the short-term view. Like, uh, what should I do? And how are we going to make money? And what does this look like? I didn't have any of those answers. But the decision was driven by the long-term view. My decision and our decision as owners of our company, there are three of us that co-own our company. That's what it's grown to. And um, so I have two business partners. Our decision to grow certain areas of our company and to not grow other areas driven by the long-term view. There are things that we could be doing right now that would make us a lot more money in this next 12 months, but wouldn't increase the value of the company over the next 10 or 20 years, right? Right. So there, there are things that we could do that aren't going to make as much money or drive as much revenue or that are harder for us to do in, in the short term, but, and we're leaning into them because of the long-term view. My decision to pursue my wife our decision to have children, our decision to move to our current home, our decision to move to Arizona. All of those were driven by long-term views, not long-term perspective, not the short-term, right? You, you with me? So I, in fact, why one of the reasons I love what I do for a living is, it, again, it's driven by the long-term view. It, it, I, I couldn't stand to be in an industry that's a hard, like where I'm hard selling 
I'm, I'm kind of shoving something down someone's throat, trying to get them to buy something. No, I, we're here when you need us. And, and if you don't, we're not going to try to convince you that you need our firm or our help or our, our services or whatever, whatever it is that we sell all driven by the long-term view. And oh my gosh, is that so much more peaceful? So here's the punchline. Here's the takeaway. Where are you struggling to have the long-term view? And where do you need to modify or adjust in order to make better decisions or do the things that you ought to be doing or to be healthier or to be happier or to minimize challenges or whatever it might be, where do you need to be applying and reminding yourself more constantly, more regularly to have the long-term perspective? And where are you struggling with that right now? There was an episode I did maybe a year or two or three ago. I can't remember you all. Um, where I talked about the, the, you know, the, the, the broader your, your frame of reference, the smaller the problem becomes, right? If I'm standing in front of a mountain at the base of a mountain, think Colorado, think Utah, think California, think different places that have super tall mountains. If I'm standing at the base of the mountain, that mountain looks monstrous, right? Like insanely tall insurmountable. Like how, how would I, anyone ever get to the top of this? But if I'm back five miles or 10 or 15 or 20 miles, and I have a broader frame of reference, uh, a, a broader perspective, the mountain looks a lot smaller, right? It's like, it's like getting on a roller coaster. You see it and you're like, Oh, that doesn't look that bad. Then you get, you wait, <laughs> you wait in line and you get up to the, you get, you get up to where it's time to go. And you're like, Whoa, this thing looks monstrous. And, uh, and so the, the, the longer term perspective you have, the smaller your problems, the more decisions you can make, the more strategic it can be. You get the point. You understand the point of this episode. So one of the things that I have on my list that I wanted to cover or talk about with all of you before, as we're transitioning from one year into the other one is get the long-term perspective. You need that framework You need that mindset. You need that perspective in order to be making the right decisions at this time of year. If you're listening to this when I'm recording it around the time I'm recording it, you need the right mindset in order to be making the best decisions about what you're going to prioritize, what you're going to lean into, what you're going to lean away from, what you're going to stop doing, what you're going to start doing, what you, what, what, just all of those decisions. You need that frame of reference, that, that perspective before you start making those decisions. Now, in one of these next episodes, I'm going to talk to you about those decisions that I think you ought to be thinking about and, and give you some, some uh, coaching on how to approach this new year based off of my own experience, what I, what I found to be most useful and what I see the executives that we coach and interact um, who are wildly successful, what I see them doing that you'll want to use as a best practice. We'll talk about that in one of the next episodes. Thanks so much for listening to the Culture Hacks podcast. I hope you're healthy. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're recharging, resetting, and plotting to just be dominant, (laughs) wildly successful, to grow and create and lead in this new year. Who do you know that could benefit from listening to this episode? Tap on the share button and text the link to a friend or colleague or write a post on LinkedIn and tag Russ. Thanks for listening to the Culture Hacks podcast with Russ Hill.